right. Well, welcome back to the All In Podcast. I'm Pastor Tim Aiken, pastor here at First Baptist Douglasville, and joined by a regular on Come the on. podcast. It's only our third episode, but he is still a regular, Pastor Eli Bird, Associate Pastor of Discipleship, and welcome to 2021. We can we pray that it's a, and praise the Lord, it's a new year, praise a different year. That's right. Be, be good. So, <laughs> Give us a quick update, Pastor Eli. How are things in the birds? How was y'all's Christmas and New oh, Year's? Oh, man. No, it was good. So Christmas, uh, we stayed here. Uh, we okay. moved here. My pops came after Christmas with my nieces and nephews, which was a phenomenal time. Mm. Um, man, one of my one of my nephews and Jaken are just rough. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Off the chain. Yeah. But them two together, it's fun. Okay. So we got to see a little bit of Jaken that we haven't seen before. <laughs> His cousin looks at him and says, you talk like a baby. Ooh. And Jaken said, no, I don't. You talk like a baby. You say, I got to have my milk. And I was like, where the heck did this go? <laughs> so it was, it was fun. We had a good time there. And then mm. New Year's, so after my dad and nieces and nephews left, we ended up going up to Asheville, North Carolina, or Canton, North Carolina, where Julie's sister lives. And okay. so... Her sisters and parents and brother came, and man, it's always a good time. Yeah. So we just we had a good time. It was awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Very mm-hmm. good, awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, we're back to it now. Back to the grind in a Come new on. year, and uh, so our theme for this year mm-hmm. is all in. And the way that we're saying is that we want to go all in with Jesus. We want to go all in with His church. And we want to go all in with His mission. And so here's kind of an outline of what we're going to strive to do this year on the podcast, Lord Willing. And so we're going to dive into several different topics and mm-hmm. subjects throughout the year. We're going to discuss what does it look like to go all in with Jesus, His church, and His mission in these different topics, in these different areas. So some of the things that we're going to talk about are finances. We're going to talk about theology, marriage, family, mm-hmm. friendship, missions, church membership, and a ton of other topics. And so we're going to jump in today First topic right out the gate that we're going to talk about this year is the topic of finances. Mm-hmm. Now, Eli, I don't know about you, but my wife, Anna, and I, we have some resolutions this year, and some of those are around the idea of finances. We're going to give mm-hmm. a lot of attention, a lot of focus to that uh, this year. So we're going to kick off the new year today by talking about money, money management, financially giving to the church, mm-hmm. what we treasure, things of that nature. And here, here's why we're doing this before I jump in and begin to ask Pastor Eli some questions today. The reason that we're doing this and expending extended time on the topic of finances, there's several reasons. First, uh, coming out of a holiday season, I think it's a time when many of us feel kind of financially squeezed. We've just spent a lot of money mm-hmm. on friends and family and gifts and things like that. Uh, we're trying to do things better in a new year, and so it's fresh. Uh, on our on our mind. Secondly, as I said, you know, as you enter into a new year, a lot of us have resolutions. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, those resolutions are around finances. Okay. Third, uh, this is a topic that consumes a lot of our time and attention. I don't know what provoked this, but yesterday, my six-year-old Zeke, he climbed on the couch with Anna, and he said, "He said, Mom, do you have enough money to send all of us to college?" <laughs> And I said, don't answer, don't answer, don't answer. And uh, so I have no idea what made him think about that, but that is something that Anna and I think about on a regular basis. So he needs to keep working on his jump shot. That's so he right. Can get himself a college uh, scholarship. But then fourth, you know, how we spend our money tells us a lot about who we are, tells us a lot about what we value. And then finally, we're going to talk about this topic because this is a topic the Bible addresses 
over and over, especially Jesus. He talks mm-hmm. about finances a lot. Mm-hmm. And so it should be a topic that we talk about as well. So jumping in with Pastor Eli, money, especially when it comes to pastors mm-hmm. and, and talking about money in the church, it can mm-hmm. be a sensitive issue. People mm-hmm. can get a little bit nervous if they feel like the pastor is beginning to mess with their bank account, their checkbook, yeah. and and all that kind of stuff. And so why do you think that is the case? I mean, do you think that there is, uh, I think it's possible that sometimes pastors and churches have a bad reputation when it comes to talking about money? And if so, why do you think that's potentially the case? Yeah, yeah. So I think it's indicative of two things. Okay. Um, one, be it that, and we, we'll, we'll talk about this, I think, a little bit later, but, man, when you're talking about finances, I'll never forget my mom, uh, rest her soul, <laughs> my mom, uh, hard worker, both my parents, hard workers, and my dad is really good with finances. My mom's like, I work for this, I spend it how I want to. That's my money, right? <laughs> uh, so when it comes to, to man, people exchange their time for money and now you're trying to get my money, mm-hmm. like, what mm-hmm. are you doing, right? So mm-hmm. it is indicative of the heart. So that's one thing. The other thing is that um, I do believe that there have been times mm-hmm. where churches, maybe they not have squandered or uh, mismanaged, but they might have done some things that weren't necessarily wise, or the way in which they portray them is not necessarily wise. And so we can we can look at certain things and point the finger, um, but I, I know folks just feel uncomfortable, yeah. right, with that. The other thing, uh, or another thing when it comes to how churches have dealt with money is sometimes you go into church and that's all you hear. Mm-hmm. We're going to have this conference on finances. You leave feeling like, man, I got to give something, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, man, you sow this seed and it's going to, ble- like, is that how it works, right? Um, so finances, uh, it's, it's a touchy topic because it gets to the heart, mm. but it also, folks have kind of seen how it's been managed in the church, and that can be a, that can be a difficult yeah. thing to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, uh, no doubt. I think, mm-hmm. I think you hit it. I think you hit it well. So, all right, try to speak into, and I know you're new. To yeah. our to yeah. our church, been here since the summer. Yeah. All right, so came in, in the middle of COVID, come all on. that all that kind of stuff. Been here since the summer, uh, but speak into a little bit, and I'll obviously come behind you and, and help out some more. But what are some specific things that our church tries to do related to finances that might be able to calm people's nerves when it comes to talking about money? That might kind of put them at ease to know that we're trying to do the best that we can. Uh, to be above board yeah. when it comes to finance. Yeah, so some of the things that we've done that I've seen that has actually been very beneficial in my, in my thinking is really from the platform, mm-hmm. you've actually talked about where these funds are going, mm-hmm. which has been huge. Like, I've been a part of a few churches. Not many churches do that, right? right? Um, I know with our, um, um, just like our family church meetings, yeah. we have had times where, man, here's the budget. Man, you can see all of where right. this money is being spent, yeah. like it's out there, right? Yeah. So some places they don't expose where the money is going. Some people don't even want to talk about right. that, right? So the fact that we're talking about what's going on is huge. The other thing is we're we're trying to point people to why finances um, actually aid in the mission of God sure. and the reason for it, right? It's not that, man, we want your money so we can fill our pockets, right? right? We want your money so we can get better houses or better cars. That's not what we're... We are really trying to advance the kingdom of God. And what we want to do is make sure that the finances that we receive, man, we are faithfully putting them where we feel like God's telling us to put them, and we're communicating that. I think that helps 
tremendously. Okay. Uh, another thing, um, and we don't always ask for money. Right. I know when I've been, the time that I have been here uh, during the announcements, we just thank people for their right. faithful giving, right? right? right. Uh, and I know with COVID, there's been some, you know, pullback or whatever with mm-hmm. offering plates, but man, we didn't have that in the past yeah. uh, or since I've been here. Sure. I know we'll be getting back to it, but there's just a lot of things that I'm like, man, you don't even ask for money. Like, <laughs> all right, praise God. Yeah. And we just see God's faithfulness, right? Yeah. And so, man, I, I think we've done a good job of trying to communicate clearly, being open and honest about, man, what we're trying to do with these finances and not not being shady or quiet or yeah. I want to talk about it. So I yeah. think really, honestly, just talking about it, but also showing, man, this is where this stuff is going, I think is yeah, is huge. Yeah. yeah. A couple things I'd add to it, you know, one thing, and I tried to do this real well this past Sunday, was trying to make sure that as we talk to people about giving, that we're trying really hard not to guilt them. And you hit it. You know, try not to guilt them. Mm -hmm. We're trying not to make them feel like they're compelled Mm -hmm. to give. And so the Mm -hmm. Bible says you're to be a cheerful giver. You're to want to give Mm -hmm. because of what God has ultimately given to you. You know, through Christ. So one of the things that we try to do is we try not to guilt you. We try not to make you feel bad if you don't if you don't give. And we really try to connect, as I think Jesus does. We try to connect giving back to, as you said, the heart. And so, so maybe maybe try maybe talk about that for just a second before I continue to add a few more things that we try to do to maybe calm some people's nerves. Talk about just for a second how Jesus and the Scriptures connects. Giving with our heart, and maybe mm. even how that has impacted you and your in your family as you guys think about finances. Yeah, absolutely. So, plug: if you did <laughs> not see or hear yesterday's sermon, I highly encourage mm. you to go back and let he ain't whatever. It was good. <laughs> it was great to bring us into this year. But that passage, really talking about the rich young ruler, yeah. I mean, it, it, it sums it up, sure. right? So you have this guy that has a lot of possessions. And he talked about how he had, man, followed all the commands dealing with people. Yeah. I wish he would have talked about how the ones that he didn't deal with the Lord. <laughs> that's the one that the Lord was like, right. yeah, you dealt with the people, but you didn't follow yeah. me. So this is what you should do. And so when, when the Lord says, give all your stuff away right. and follow after me and you will receive eternal life, yeah. man, he walked away saddened, mm-hmm. right? Because he had great possessions. He had a lot of possessions. So it really taught... It, it, I mean, the heart is indicative of what we value, yeah. uh, what we think is ours, mm. what we think uh, are owed to us, right? I mean, yeah. once again, you're trading time for money, right? If you work a job yeah. and you have to clock in, then you're trading your time for that money. And time, you can't get back. Right. So if we're going to equate the value of money to that time, then it's like, man, that paper, that that coin, mm. that's me. Yeah. And I get to spend it however I want. But man, it, it really does reflect truly where our heart is, what we value, right. what we deem as as um, and very valuable in our lives, right? So with that being the case, one of the things, and, and I grew up in a home where hard work is is valued, mm-hmm. right? Every time I get a new job, my fa- my parents were like, "Don't come home for the holidays. Like you stay there and work <laughs> your behind off because you don't need to be looked." At like a lazy worker, yeah. Um, so you got that, um, but man, these things as far as working and man, my, my finances. And you look at scriptures where it's like, man, if you don't, if you don't provide for your family, you're worse than a non-believer, yeah. right? So those type of things have been difficult in thinking about. Man, my my finances are important to providing for my family, but even in that, right? Seminary was where it really got me mm. uh, because I went up to Southeastern and Wake Forest, North Carolina, from Charleston, South Carolina, no job prospect. Married, 
I got a four month old son, mm. no job prospect. Mm. <laughs> Went from a place where we didn't have to pay rent, didn't have to pay for cable, didn't really have to pay for food. Now I got all that stuff. <laughs> I'm like, I, how's this gonna work out? Yeah. And so that passage dealing with those who don't provide for their family are worse than a non believer. And I'm like, Lord, how's this gonna happen? Yeah. He's the one that provides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he began to show us, this is how I will provide for you, right? And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So honestly, I've heard of my grandmother telling me things like this, but yeah. man, we received a check in the mail, 500 bucks. I'm mm. like, I almost threw it away because I saw a grammatical <laughs> error and I was like, somebody trying to scam us. Yeah, like, yeah. But it was, it was, it was money. Um, man, being connected with some of the donors there, just saying, hey, I want you to go out with yeah. your wife on a date. Come to find out, I had to go home to see my mom before she passed. Mm. And that was the money that we needed, right? Yeah. And so the Lord just showed over time and time again, this is how I provide for you. Ended up getting a, a, a job. We visited the Summit Church. The reason why we went there was because we went to a church called the Summit in Charleston. Mm. So he was like, man, let's just check it out. I hear yeah. they do the simulcast thing. I don't know how I feel about it, but let's just go see. We get there, most welcoming people. Mm. There was a lady that was sitting in front of us before church starts. She looks back at my wife and says, Hey, is your husband looking for a job? I'm like, uh, yes, he is. <laughs> if he just gives his resume to my husband, we'll work on it. I got it to him that night, you know? Man. But the Lord just provided, and, it, and it's not just finances. Like, yeah. that's another thing. Like, there's so much more that he provides for us, which also gets me to the reality of, man, it's a dollar, right? Now, it does have monetary value here in America mm-hmm. and across the globe. But there's so much more to life than money. Yeah. And when we recognize, man, the Lord has given us so much more, and yes, he's given us these, these uh, monetary things, uh, the dollar, the coin, when he's given, like, like, but it's all his. Yeah. And so when we can get to a place to where, Lord, it's yours, and, and we experience his provision, mm. yes, man, your, your ability to work and you receive money, like that's God's provision. Yeah. But there are times when, man, you don't have that, and, and the Lord still provides, yeah. right? Um, Matthew 6, <laughs> don't worry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to provide. Right. The birds don't have it like Solomon had it. All these, the flowers and all of their splendor, Solomon and all of what he had ain't yeah. even like that. Yeah. I care more for you than these things, mm-hmm. right? And, and what, what good father w- wouldn't give good gifts to his children? Well, how much more will a... Well, the Father give us the Holy right. Spirit to those who ask. Like, He's given us everything because He gave His all. Right. And so I know I went off on a riff on that, but man, as I've, and as my family has experienced God giving more to us, um, man, we, we, right. and, and the Bible says it's better to give than to receive. Right. And I, I experienced that personal note. I know I'm going on, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's difficult for me to give gifts to my wife. One, she's like, you pay too much. <laughs> Two, she looks at everything that goes on in the bank account. Yeah. So she's like, what you just spend on? Yeah. I can't do anything with yeah. you. So when I can't... I got, su- I got a wife just like that. Yeah. <laughs> when I yeah. can surprise her, I got to surprise her underneath her nose. Like, yeah. bought her a coffee maker. And she ain't even recognized <laughs> that I did it, wrapped it up when she was out the house. It just felt so good to be able to give. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's better to give than to receive. But yeah. So, anywho. Yeah, no, I think you nailed it. I mean, I mean, the key is always... We want to make sure we take all these topics back to the gospel, right? Mm-hmm. So always getting back to, to what God has done for us through Christ. So the reason mm-hmm. that we give is not because we're forced to or because we're compelled to. Oh. We give because we want to. We want to give because God has given first. Yes. And because God's given first, His grace gift, we give back to the Lord. Yes. And Jesus knows one of the ways that you test the heart is mm-hmm. with your finances. Mm-hmm. And it just is a way that God has put it out there. And, and I think that's... 
uh, man, a great way to a great way to say it, and a great way for you to to sum it up. And then you hit one thing that I think you could take. We could continue to talk about mm-hmm. the fact that God owns it all. So yes. God owns it. He's the owner. We're the managers. So it's not our finances. It's not yeah. our house. Not our, you know, it's not our kids. It's mm-hmm. God's, and He entrusted it to us. And so then we are to steward it well. And we feel that way as a church. And so as a church. There are several things that we tried to do to make sure that we're caring for the money well. One, we have a budget and finance committee that mm-hmm. holds us accountable for how we steward God's money. As Pastor Eli said, another thing is we're constantly giving the church updates on where the finances are going. The church has to approve mm-hmm. our yearly budget. If we have expenses that exceed $10,000 and they weren't budgeted for that year, the church would have to get together and approve that expense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Two years ago, we did a very significant financial review where we had a company come in and do a review for us. We'll try to do an audit on a regular basis mm, as well. Healthy, man. Another thing that we do is if you ever forget to give your tithe offering and you try to come and bring it to me or bring it to Pastor Eli, mm-hmm. we're going to say, ah, yep. we can't take it because we don't <laughs> we don't want to be tempted to mishandle the mm-hmm. money that people in our church are giving. So we do a number of things. And the reason I tell you that and tell our church that is just so that when they give, they feel they feel safe, they mm-hmm. feel comfortable about where their money's going and about the way that we mm-hmm. uh, the way that we do it as a uh, a church. So I do hope that it calms some people's uh, hearts. And uh, and obviously, you know, Jesus spoke so much about money because he knew yes. that money was a great revealer of where our hearts ultimately are. And so it's really it really kind of comes down to this. If we're truly going to go all in with Jesus, mm-hmm. His mission and His church, His church and His mission through finances, we have to love Jesus more than we love our finances, yes. or or the things that we want to spend our finances on. Like I'll be honest, I I don't really. Like, this is about as fancy as I dress. I know you say I dress fresh, but I, I I don't dress too fancy. I can never think of anything that I want for Christmas. I'm a pretty easy guy to please, for the most part. But I'm happy to spend money on my wife and money on my children and mm-hmm. money on those things. But even at the end of the day, we've got to love Jesus more mm-hmm. than we even love those people that we want to spend money on so mm-hmm. that we're making sure that we're managing his money uh, correctly. All right, we'd like to end with a two-minute drill. Come on. Two-minute drill. So it'll be, mm. it be, will be today tied to this topic, okay? Topic okay. to finance. So, so yes. what are some practical things that your family does to really try, not, not that you do it perfect, but some yeah. things y'all try to do so that you're going all in with the Lord financially. I'm not asking you to brag on yourself or give us a, yeah. a Jesus yeah. juke or be a, be yeah, a Pharisee, yeah. but yeah. it may be helpful for those that are listening to get some wisdom of, hey, here's some ways to manage your finances. Because I'm sure you're like me, we're on budgets. Mm-hmm. Right? We don't we don't get end of the year big bonuses and right. and cash in right. these things. Right, we got right. a fixed income. Yep. comes in twice a, twice a month. You know mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to be smart in the way that we handle our finances. And so we both got a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. So what are some things y'all do to try to manage your money well so that you can financially give to the Lord? Yeah, yeah. So um, one, we do tithe. Okay. Like we, we make, that was something that was ingrained in me from my grandmother um, before I was even a believer, right? So, so that's something. And, and yes, she did. Just how she brought it up. Hey, you give to the Lord first, yeah. period. All right, Grandma. That's what we're going to do, right? <laughs> um, but that's one thing. Um, last year, you talked about this all-in gift or your best gift for yep. I think y'all did it at Family Church. Yeah, we did. That was a challenge for us okay. because uh, we do give to Southeastern, okay. and we wanted to make sure we did that. 
But if we're giving our best gift, we got to give at least one penny. Well, I'm, we're going to do $1 more than what we give to Southeastern. Sure. Yes, that's a part of like Christ's um, work, but it isn't the church, right? Yeah. So that's something we want to make sure to do. On a practical tip, Something that my wife has gotten on to is this book called Budget Mom. Okay. And so we've did the, we did the Dave Ramsey. We've done other things. Um, Art Rayner has some good books on mm-hmm. finances and giving and the giving being about being generous and not just being able to live your best life yeah. when yeah. nobody else can live it. <laughs> uh, but uh, one of the budget books that my wife has, man, we able to go through yeah. all of our expenses, yeah. which the end of last year was a little bit difficult for us and transition, all that stuff. It was, it, it wasn't well, but what we found is that that has been very, very beneficial for us. So if anybody's watching, they're like, Hey, what is that? Man, I'd love to be able to give it to you. Just let yeah. me know. But, um, well, we can, one thing we're going to try to do is have what we call show notes. So on the website, we yeah. list resources. And so we can add those to yeah. the show notes some different resources that we look at and that help us in this, in yeah. this area. Yeah. Good. But it's really that and just budgeting, making sure we're not, just overspending. Yeah. We ain't got it to overspend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but I think with the challenge this year to give more than what the best gift that we have to give to the church is really causing us to be like, man, yeah. we can tighten up. Yeah. I don't yeah. mind McDonald's. You know, he don't mind Taco Bell. <laughs> no, I do not but mind. I need, it. I need to cut back. So get me a gift, Taco Bell gift cards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so with those things, man, it's just us really trying to make sure, man. We're not being loosey goosey with our finances, yeah. and we did this last year and found out, man. I say last year, but the year before we came up here, mm-hmm. and the Lord, it just seemed like we had more. Like it yeah. was, it was crazy. Yeah, uh, but it was more to give, and and yeah. so it was awesome, man. But yeah, yeah. so we just really just being disciplined and budgeting and yeah. giving to the Lord, giving to others, pay yeah. your bills on time. Like, yeah. no, very very helpful. So I and I just three things, and some of them were I would reiterate. And these are in no way complicated because I'm not a complicated guy. I don't know finances real well. You know, one, and I know this may sound simplistic and may even sound condescending. I don't mean it to sound it, okay. but you, you said it. You know, just make sure you you spend less than you have. Okay, so you can't overspend. If you don't have it, you can't spend on it. So if you want to be a generous giver, you've got to make sure that you don't spend money that mm-hmm. you don't have. You can't mm-hmm. live off credit cards and owe credit and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. It's just not the way you can do it. You've always got to live within your means. Uh, second thing I, I would say is, is, is you nailed it, is try to be a tither. Okay? And if you can't tithe right away, which tithing is a 10% of what you bring in, if you can't do that right away, then try to become a consistent giver to some level. Mm-hmm. And over time, get you yourself up to, up to 10%. And then the, the, the uh, third thing I would say is have a financial giving plan. Okay, so mm-hmm. you need to have a budget. So make sure you're budgeting your finances mm-hmm. well. But you also, I believe at the beginning of every year, should say, hey, Here's our financial giving plan. We're going to give this amount of money. Here's when we're going to give it. Here's how we're going to give it. And then you just follow that plan all the way through. Yeah. And at the end of the year, you'll you'll be a good you'll be a good giver. You'll be a consistent giver to the That's Lord and to good. His church. And we'll talk more about that idea of you know because you got the health and wealth gospel out there, <laughs> right? That if you name it, God's going to sow that seed, exactly, brother. God's no, going to give it to you. But I do believe there is a scriptural truth. Mm-hmm that the Lord does bless us with more when we are faithful to give. But I don't think it's so that we can get the the helicopter to fly around town in or yeah. the private jet for me to you know get to my speaking engagements. That's I think right. it's so that we can further bless others right. for the purpose of going all in with Jesus' His church and his mission. So, all right, enough today. I hope that's, I hope that's helpful. We'll continue the yes. finances conversation for a few more weeks. We do pray it, it's helpful and encouraging to you. We do want to encourage you. 
if you're a member of our church, to begin having discussions with your family Absolutely. about what is it that we're going to give this year to the Lord through His local church. And we will talk some more about why we do think the local church should be the first place that you begin to give to the Lord. We just believe that's what the Scripture lays out, and we'll talk more about that mm-hmm. as we continue on. But hopefully you stay with us and stay connected as we continue the All In podcast. We hope you have a great week. See you later.